This is the Comstock Report podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. The December USDA Supply Demand Report. USDA estimates that the corn carryover will be 1.702 billion bushel, unchanged from last month. They left Brazil's corn production at 110 million metric ton, also unchanged. They did reduce Argentine corn production by 1 million metric ton to 49 from last month. They cut world corn ending stocks from 291.4 million metric ton to 289. They boosted Chinese corn imports from 13 million metric ton to 16.5. They typically do not change much in the December reports, and that was generally the case with this one. The trade anticipates changes in South American production, but USDA waits further into the season before they move on that. CONAB, Brazil's equivalent of our USDA, put their corn production at 102.6 million metric ton. USDA is much above the CONAB estimate at 110. They were intending more acres, but the late soybean planting season may restrain their ability to double crop the corn. The second crop represents two-thirds of their corn production. USDA literally changed nothing on the corn balance sheet from November. Any real work put into this is going to show up in the January annual crop production report. U.S. corn is competitively priced for the export market, and we think that China is going to be back for another 200 to 400 million bushel, which will tighten the carryover down further ahead. We think that the USDA has the ethanol crush tamped down to where if we can get to herd immunity with vaccines, domestic demand for many things can improve significantly in 2021. When a steer has been under stress from the weather or such and has not performed well, there can be what they call compensatory gain later when the stress is removed. I think that there is potential for some compensatory gain for the U.S. economy if we can crush the virus with vaccines. If the trade was looking for big friendly news out of the USD report, they did not get it in the carryover. Bulls are lacking the next big thing that would take the market higher. But the fundamentals, as they are, are not bearish. USDA came partway from what the trade was looking for, tightening the soybean carryover in the balance sheet. They reduced it to 175 million bushel from 190 million last month, but that was short of the 163 million average trade estimate. I do not think that there's a lot of difference between the two carryover estimates, as both would appear to require additional rationing at some point to achieve. USDA left Brazil's soybean crop unchanged from last month at 133 million metric tons, while the trade was expecting 131.9. Again, the USDA does not move this early. The crop in Brazil is not made or lost yet. Recent rains have relieved some stress. Brazil's soybean crop is not typically reduced that much in a La Nina season. It is the Argentine crop that is hurt. USDA reduced the Argentine soybean crop by 1 million metric ton to 50. USDA boosted Chinese soybean imports to 100 million metric ton from 98.5 last month. USDA tightened the soybean balance sheet with a 15 million bushel increase in our domestic crush, not exports, which were left unchanged. CONAB estimates that their soybean production will be 134.5 million metric ton, 1.5 million higher than USDA. USDA estimated wheat ending stocks at 862 million bushel, down from 877 million last month, and below the average trade estimate of 873 million. 
They reduced world wheat ending stocks from 320.5 million metric ton to 316.5. USDA reduced wheat imports by 5 million bushel and boosted exports by 10 million bushel to get there. There is more going on in the wheat market as there is talk of increased export interest here, while Russia is experiencing a domestic shortage, along with a poor-looking crop that may force more demand to the United States. Russia is starting to resemble aspects of what Argentina looks like, except that they produce wheat instead of soybeans. Both have currencies that are so weak that farmers shun rubles or pesos, and the grain becomes the hard currency. Russia has exported so much because that is where the money is that is creating domestic shortages. Moscow and Buenos Aires tax sales of commodities like parasites. A poor wheat crop there will make us the cheaper alternative. President-elect Biden reportedly named Catherine Tai for the trade job. She handled the negotiation between the House and Trump administration on the USMCA, which was ratified by Congress. She speaks fluent Mandarin. She's a former head of the U.S. Trade Representative China Enforcement. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.